Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers get together and play Dungeons & Dragons. And I am noticing, Ed, that you are not on your thing, so I'm going to fix you. Uh, but that's fine. Other than that, how about uh, Adriana, why don't you start us off, since you're on the stream? Hmm. <laughs> I'm Adriana. I was in the middle of the step. <laughs> I'm oh, Adriana sorry. and I play Talon Creek. <laughs> uh, I, I just the panicked and picked the Halfling a. Ranger. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, the Halfling Ranger Druid now. Mm, yes. Uh, multi class. Super stoked. Uh, even if Bill keeps sending me videos of why all my decisions are bad. <laughs> you want to be a ranger? Bad. You want to be a druid ranger? Also bad. <laughs> I thought was that video. I thought that video said like how to do it like good, but maybe I maybe I sent you. A, maybe I didn't watch the whole the thing. The short the short that you sent was this is a bad idea. Oh no, but you got to watch. The, okay, never mind. Yes, that dude. It's it's one of those like uh, you know like this is one of the worst decisions that you can make. Blah 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 unless you know but like you, oh, it gets okay. there eventually okay. yeah yeah so, I, I was mad already I, so I was I I, I, <laughs> it's like well fair. fuck you i know <laughs> to hey, all, the, all those decisions you're doing for the group those are stupid <laughs> like no <laughs> Speaking of stupid decisions, uh, Jason, why don't you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Best segue ever. I don't see how I did a stupid decision. You're the one. You're the one leading this charge, man. <laughs> I'm. I'm just here. <laughs> you, told me to, you told me to go get the cup, you fucker. <laughs> Nexori told you to get the cup. I. I oh, yes. Nexori. Yes. <laughs> DM is very good for multiple personalities. Yeah, that's actually on Bill's birth certificate. Nexori. Nexori. That's his middle name. My name is Jason C. I play Alessio, the rogue arcane trickster who's probably going to get killed tonight. So I'm going to enjoy. I'm drinking. Going to do a review on this one soon. So I figured I'd get some first pours out of this one. The Remus 7. 7. Nice. Nice. Ooh, there's little. There's little dark bits of matter Ooh. in there. Nice. Oh, nice. Organics. Nice. Organics. <laughs> nice. You know, consistently a great whiskey. Just all I, I all of the releases I've had from them I've liked. There might be a bad one in there, but I haven't had one. Yeah, people uh, have really nitpicked it since the five batch because it had yeah. like 20-year-old whiskey in it or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry, not 20, but it had like 14, 15-year-old yeah. whiskey in it. And But people don't realize that was actually an anniversary batch, just that uh mgp now ross and squib they really suck at marketing so, <laughs> so nobody knew it was an anniversary batch and everyone's like how come the how come the uh whiskey isn't as old as number five well that's why so i'm yeah. so mad at them with number six putting two percent of the old whiskey and the rest not be that old i'm like come on you just did that to just say that but no yeah, this is good i i like seven i i just reviewed it on my channel so yeah, this one this one we get six percent of the oldest bourbon in the they learned their lesson yes <laughs> <laughs> awesome well clifton what are you drinking tonight um hello i am clifton uh I, my channel is bourbon bite i am playing noblis a half elf warlock who likes to seduce apparently maybe gnome creatures that we might be fighting tonight? We'll see. Um, but uh, <laughs> I am 
of course, drinking out of my chalice again that I discovered. Um, if y'all missed it last week or last time, I found this at a thrift store for like three bucks, so very appropriate for novelists. Um, I figured I was going to start with um, Deanston Stoutcast, the Dragon's Milk Stout. Um, I've had nice. this a couple times during D&D, so I figured battle tonight, might as well uh, pull this one out for the yeah. Uh, the hopefully bef- not the last four that novelist sees. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering you've gotten together with an elf, a dwarf, I could certainly see uh, gnomes being up next. We'll we'll try to get you over to Hobblehaven yeah. where you'll have your pick. <laughs> not gnome, I'm sorry. What was the thing we're fighting? It's a dwarf. Gall- 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 no. Gall- oh, a golem. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. sorry. I mean, you yes. know what? I'm also open to gnomes too. I don't I don't discriminate. <laughs> yeah, you know, this there's a bit of a height difference, but you can make it work. So. <laughs> And Ed, speaking of uh, height, well, no, you and, you and I are the same, but we're tall. That's all right. I was going. Yes. Save uh, me. Hi. Yes, I'm Ed, <laughs> and I play Anomio Noro Banderas, and he's a fighter, a fighter, a battle, battle master fighter, and I have a red stripe beer, and then, and then I have a... Uh, Bimber, actually. Bimber English single malt. This is the King Charles Coronation Edition. Hello. Uh, yeah. Ah. It's it's interesting. Erica uh, re- fell in love with this when we were in London, and she was like, oh, I got to get a bottle. And so it's kind of fun. It's uh, bourbon and red wine casks. Hmm. So they make a very, very light kind of, it's kind of Highlandy, I guess, single malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's very good. Very nice, cool. And, oh, uh, and I have the oh, uh, I have a Bimber glass too. Look at that! Look at that! I'm cool. Oh, you fancy! Yeah, <laughs> now that does look like the something that would have been drank out of during the Charles <laughs> coronation, <laughs> right? So, um, Clifton and Adriana, I'm not seeing you guys getting pulled into the the new scene. Is everything in Foundry working for you properly? Before we get going, it just says game paused. paused. Yep, game yep. pause but is yeah, good. I'm... Okay, now you came over. I had to switch it a couple of times. That that seemed to f- yeah. fix it. In fact, I hear the music for the first time ever, and I'm very <laughs> alone, very distracted. Wonderful. <laughs> so, also, real quick, I poured a, a sample of Lucky 7 into Ooh. my Mash and Journey Glen to try and give all the good luck vibes <laughs> to Alessio that I can. And I'm wearing my, my D&D the D20 earrings. Oh, I like them. Uh, all the all the like positive vibes for you, Alessio. I was using your earrings to roll your D twenty. Like, okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be so, so bad. This, this this is how clever Bill is, though, because he gives me. I'm lucky enough to get this ice sword thing, <laughs> and I'm I'm obviously fighting a guy that's got some fire in him. So I'm thinking, okay, I should use that thing. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been able to use it once. I have no idea what it does. <laughs> I'm gonna make all the, I'm gonna make all these attacks with it, and Bill's gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, you swung and missed, and you hit yourself. You're frozen for 20 minutes." Why did I turn Canadian halfway through that? <laughs> I was just thinking the same. Like, Bill will become this sword turns you Canadian. Because I, I gave you the Alex Trebek. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I'll I'll try very hard not to cough into the mic. I uh, swear I I'm I'm like ninety percent sure I got COVID on the on the cruise ship because it's still uh, here, you know. But uh, no. my, uh, it's... my mother just, my mother just got over it after three years of not getting it. She finally got uh, it. I'm yeah. hearing that a lot. A lot of people are getting it now with this latest this latest strain. So be safe, y'all. Yeah. Well. All right. So 
let's recap. For anybody Whoa. who doesn't, who, anybody who doesn't know what we've been alluding to this whole time, uh, let's talk about it. So, when last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, they had made their way painfully through the Chamber of Shadows, meeting the titular monsters. Their strength was sapped from them as they stumbled through the darkness, eventually coming to a guard station, where the group met Alina and Gruff two dwarven sentinels currently guarding the Chamber of Kings and the chalice located within. While Anomio and Talin entertained Gruff, Alessio snuck into the Chamber of Kings. He descended the stairs into a large treasure room and spotted the chalice appearing to float in the air atop a glass pedestal. Using quick thinking and assuming a trap, which I gotta give you props, at least you did think about it, you just guessed wrong. <laughs> Alessio utilized his mage hand to lift the chalice off the pedestal and bring it to himself. However, a pressure-sensitive switch was triggered and a monstrous golem made entirely out of sunstone emerged from the wall. See, but that, that's the one part I don't understand because it was floating in the air. So what's the pressure on? Well, so I, I did say specifically that it was it appeared to be floating on in the air as it was sitting on a glass pedestal. The idea being like it's meant, it meant to look like it's hovering, but it's not actually using magic. Right. Okay. No. Um, all right. Wait, did we mention that Nobilis just banged one of the, uh... I was waiting for a little bit of a shot. Yeah, the I mean, can we give Nobilis oh, some props there? I think I might have... I, I think I might have deleted that after writing it, but I, I did say something to the effect of, uh, you know, indiscretions remaining, you know, somewhat... Whatever. Nobilis banged a dwarf, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so I don't know how to be subtle. <laughs> no, was, neither, neither did Nobilis, as uh, he, you guys heard the... Uh, the you know, wall banging from the other side. We had to keep asking our questions louder and louder. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's what I'm going to do. So as this uh, screen kind of loads up, I would like all of you to roll initiative um, as we're going to handle this situation kind of oh. in a turn order. Uh, I really don't want to have to hurt these dwarves. I, I, I was... Really enjoying hanging out with those dwarves. So was I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're having a good time. All right. So uh, we're gonna start off with Talon, but let me uh, let me finish kind of setting the stage here for a minute. So from the other side of the door, which is closed, by the way, Talin and the rest of you in the guards' chambers, you do hear intruder, intruder, as if something is you know like intruder, intruder, and. Uh, Alessio, you're kind of just stuck standing there with this chalice in your hand, or you could tell me if you want to keep it in the mage hand. Uh, completely up to you. Um, but the golem is barreling down on you at the moment. So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll let the mage hand just kind of hold on to it while the golem um, I beats guess you. bears down. On it. <laughs> 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 it beats me to death. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so Talin, you are going to be up first. You do hear this from the other side, and you do see Gruff and Alina both kind of avert their eyes from you guys over to the door. What are you doing? Okay, so like, there's no pretending you don't hear it, right? Like, <laughs> so trying, I, you know, like it's pretty blatant. You definitely there. There is definitely like they are meant to hear the alarm in this room. This is right outside that chamber. If something's going on in there, they want to be alerted. So very clearly something's going on. Now I will tell you that at least as far as they're concerned, their immediate attention is on the door. Nobody's looking at you guys uh, suspiciously yet. Um, that may come, but their initial attention is towards the door. Okay. 
So I'm gonna try. I so I immediately I'm like, oh my god, intruders! Pull out my uh, machete, and <laughs> uh, but I aim the other way, like the the door that we came in, and I'm like, they followed us. They're still coming after us, and trying to like kind of get them to think that the intruders are actually coming from the other way. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Uh, do I roll anything for any of that? Not yet. I mean, I think you're you're just kind of okay. doing what you say. Are you moving your character at all? Or are yeah. you gonna? Okay, so you're gonna. Maybe uh, move. She's. Yeah, she's like turned towards the door, like, guys, they're coming from that way. <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. All right, so then you'll stand there, kind of uh, ready for combat, and uh, up yeah. next is gonna be Gruff uh, Stormbrow. He is going to rush over to the door. And he is going to open it. Um, meanwhile, he's going to say, uh, Alina, stay here. Watch them. I don't trust them. And he's going to use the rest of his movement to get just a little bit down down the uh, stairs. He cannot yet see you, Alessio. The, the corridor going down these stairs is slightly lower roof. So he'll have to go about halfway down the stairs before he would see really what's going on in that room. Um, but that will take his turn. Up next is the Luminous Colossus Golem. Uh, so, he stomps loudly towards you, Alessio, and his first thing that he wants to do is to stop you. Uh, so he is going to use a blinding burst attack, which I would like you, so he's going to use this right there. I would like you to roll a constitution saving throw, please, as the entire room illuminates in an extremely bright light. And he's attempting to blind you. Excellent. You make. I believe you make your save. Let me just double check real quick. Sorry, I didn't expect it to be so close. Ah, you just made it. Uh, you needed to roll a seventeen. <laughs> so, um, you still take. Uh, let's see. You take eighteen points of damage, of radiant Hold damage. Up. Can, I, can I use? Can I use my uncanny da dodge? So I believe that's only for dexterity save, correct? Or is it not? Remind me. You have one that's uh, only for dexterity saves, I forget. There's evasion and the other one. It just says when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack damage against you. Perfect, doesn't yeah. Say, doesn't say anything about that, yeah. Excellent. All right, yeah, so uh, 15 plus uh, 4, so 19 divided by 2 is, what the hell is that, like? Call it 10. Call it 9. 9. Round down. All right, so you take 9 radiant damage down from 38. <laughs> so, uh, cool. And uh, the room, you see the, the lights are like kind of blinding off of all of the sunstone in the room. You feel like maybe this room is designed to accentuate that particular attack. Okay. <clears throat> um, that will be his action. Uh, and... He is going to use the rest of his turn to kind of move right over to you. Okay. And that will be the end of his turn. All right. Up next is Alessio. What are you doing? Uh, all right. Well, I think I got to break out the sword. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Good use Rhymegeist Glacial Sting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attack with it. And then uh, as a bonus action... Use the frostbite flourish. Okay. Or I could use the blade to chill with intense cold. Um, I can only use this three times, but I just want to see if I can get this shit to work. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> sure. Does that extinguish lights or anything like that? 
Um, no, the freezing defense actually sheds a bright light, but it has to be in freezing cold. Okay. Um, the cold aura when you draw this weapon can extinguish all non-magical flames within 30 feet of me. Okay. I don't know. So, I don't know. If, yeah. So actually, that that's kind of what I was going for. So as you draw um, Rhymegeist out of its uh, scabbard, these two braziers uh, stop burning. They completely extinguish, and uh, the room gets a, a little bit darker. Oh, it's my advantage <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see here. So he's right in front of me here. Okay. I'm gonna try to use some shit. Okay. Here we go. Um, so first thing I'm going to do is attack with Rhymegeist Glacial Sting. Okay. Oh, yes. 25. <laughs> that nice. nice. Um, now, do I want to follow that up with the Frostbite Flourish, or do I want to use my bonus action to get the hell out of there and use my... Oh man, do I want to use my uh, my cunning action to disengage and like hide somewhere? Because I can only use one, right? Correct. Yep. Uh... <clears throat> Novelist, you're on deck. Uh, <clears throat> screw it. Let's use the. Let's try this uh, this sword. Let's see what it does. I don't know. Excellent. All right. So go <laughs> ahead and roll damage, and then it it uh if it asks you then roll an extra d6 but otherwise roll an extra d6 well with that with that with a 25 is that a critical hit or no no okay didn't think it was cool all right so you do 13 points of damage to this guy um excellent so your uh your sword connects with the luminous Go uh, colossus golem and uh you do see some of the some of the frost transfer from this sword kind of into his leg um, it doesn't stay there, but you notice that as you kind of pull it away, there's like a like a cut that's just filled with with frost. Um, it, it melts. It doesn't stay, but it looks cool. <laughs> so now the next time, let's see. Oh yeah, I could chill with intense cold. The next time you hit a creature with a melee attack using this weapon, the attack deals an additional one d six. All right, so my next turn, if I hit him, I can do the additional damage. I think that's how it works. Yeah, we'll we'll okay. rule it as that right now. I. I as a bonus action, da, 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 the next time you hit a creature, no. So that basically you you use your bonus action to make the blade cold, and then as you hit, like basically just retconning, you should have done that before you actually hit. But I don't really care. Like I'm okay doing the two at the same time. Does okay, sense? sounds good. All right, <clears throat> cool. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Use your action. You use your bonus action. You could move, but you might get an opportunity attack. Um, who, me? Yep. Oh. Um, <clears throat> man. Yeah, you know what? I want to get out of his... Out of the way of his uh, big-ass paws. Okay. So, uh... Yeah, I'm going to use... Yeah, I'll use my bonus action. Uh, so you already did. Oh, I already did? <laughs> Oh yes, oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So if That's you want to move, you certainly could, and you could maybe rely on your dexterity to not get hit. But he would make an no, opportunity I'll attack. Just, I'll just, I'll just stay where I am. I'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. All right. So then, at the end of your turn, the luminous golem is going to use a legendary action. 
<clears throat> legendary actions are something I I think I introduced with uh, Piddles, but just as a reminder, they can happen at the end of anybody's turn, and he gets three of them per round. Um, what the fuck, dude? Jesus <laughs> Wait, per round? Per round. I like how yes. he's like. I like how he's like. You know, you don't have to run away. He may get a bonus action. So if he interacts, like, like if three <laughs> people. Stay. Oh, by the way, he has a legendary. Action. Just to be fair, and he, if and he if can I, use three times. <laughs> if I was like, you should definitely run away, and then he hit you, which he was going to use the same attack. You would have been like, oh, you told me to freaking run away. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, Wait, you know the question is, Adriana, is three sure. per round. There's only four of us, so that basically means he gets to. Screw with us. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a way to yeah, make okay, it so Okay, so that's a, what that means? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, a single monster can actually be a threat. So he's gonna make a slam I do, attack I do remember her. Piddles kicking my ass with his stupid legendary <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the, the Luminous Colossus, uh, he raises his hands above his head, and he slams it down, and he, he manages to miss you as you kind of dart out of the way. Um, he kind of cracks the ground underneath your your feet, and the, the carpet kind of gets embedded down into the, the, uh, the marble floor. But you do not take any damage. Okay, well, All right. if, he's, if he's stuck, I poke him in the eyes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Three stooges him? Yeah, yeah. I, totally, I totally give him the shemp. <laughs> oh, you picked the worst stooge. I know, that's why. I give him the shemp. <laughs> awesome. All right, Novelist, what are you doing? All right, so I'm going to look over to my um, new acquaintance. The um, What was her name again? Alina. Oh. I'm just wow. going to say... Typical. <laughs> <laughs> Alina, my friends are in danger. I have to go protect them. Surely you'll understand. Uh, she looks at you and she says, uh, what do you mean your friends? What's going on in there? We were being followed and I don't know, one of our one of our friends who was here with us is no longer with us. I think I think he's being attacked. He's in danger, so I have to go have to go check on him. Make a persuasion roll with with uh you know what I did tell you and I actually you did tell me I was I, you, I, yeah I, I would <laughs> remind you ah very good all right so you so you get to make a persuasion roll with advantage because you porked her so twenty four all right so Alina uh you, you kind of note and she had she had mentioned a little bit that she's somewhat new to this although you know she's she's been doing it long mm -hmm. enough to get into the doldrums of it but she is not prepared for this situation she took this on as a job not thinking it would actually have any repercussions so she uh she grabs her staff and she stands up and she says uh well you roll a twenty four she says all right, uh, yeah, go save your friend. I'll stay here. All right, so I'm gonna dash down the stairs. I know the other guy's like, I'm gonna kind of like shove past him as I go down, if that's sure. cool. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then dash, that, that doubles your movement, right? Correct. All right, so that's gonna put me right at the very bottom of the stairs, so. Excellent, cool. So you, uh, <clears throat> you, you, bolt after this little exchange with Alina you run and she uh she you catch her actually staring at you as you run and you push past Gruff who's uh you know he's got short little legs he's walking down the stairs don't take offense <laughs> I know Adriana always likes to comment when I talk about short people but <laughs> yes. she, he's got short little legs and these stairs for whatever reason are a little bit too big and you kind of push past him and he's like oh you know whatever so you're at the bottom of the stairs um in this room 
in this room, you see, this is the first you're seeing of this room, and I'll re-describe it for the, the audience, too. This room's about a, uh, got about 30-foot-tall ceiling. It's a obvious treasure room. There's treasure chests over to the side. There's sunstone sticking out of the, the walls. And there's two unlit braziers right near you and two more lit in the back. <clears throat> in front of you, you see Alessio. Uh, just in time, you see him dodge out of the way of this colossus uh, smashing the ground right at his feet. You've used your action, um, but what would you like to do? Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just measuring how far it would take me to get to... Oof, okay. This is a big room, though. Big room. It is a big uh, room. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I would like to, if I could, use... Uh, no, actually, I'll save that. I'll save that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. There's not much else okay. I can do right here. All right, Anomio, you're up. Oh, all right. Well, I take this opportunity to jump on upon the table. Of course you do. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> when and now. Split second, I do like a wah. But then uh, I'm going to, I don't, I'm going to just run. Well, I might as well dash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I better dash. Because I am very slow. So <laughs> Little legs. 25 to there. Get to okay. I can get to about here. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so I'm gonna run down to here. Mm -hmm. I, I say, excuse me, to Gruff. Oh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Ah, hello. <laughs> um, big old rock candy monster. Mm -hmm. All right. I um, I think that's all I can really do for now. Okay. Unfortunately. All right, so at this point, uh, Alina, she she's up next. She turns over to you, Talin, and she says, uh, how many people were behind you? What did you hear? And she kind of stands next to you with her staff. She's basically, she's willing to, to fend the stairs off with you, and she's, she's okay. like, side by side with you and Booker. Okay. Uh, so I tell her that these, like, crystal creatures were were after us and that I thought we were rid of them. Uh, but the I also touch Booker and mm -hmm. use Beast Sense to so that I'll be able to like so I tell her that and pretend like, yeah, we need to go still the other way. Okay. But I send Booker back to help. Okay. And he got it. Go. Alright, so Booker mm -hmm. um he's got a forty foot movement speed. Um, do you want him to just kind of head down towards towards the area? Yeah, he just okay. books it. All right, I'll take care of that for you. Um, he books it. Uh. <laughs> All, right. All right, so he is he is going to be at the top of the stairs, kind of looking down. Um, okay. Uh, well, actually, I guess that would have been your turn again, but that, that's okay. You could do that as part of your previous turn. All right. So at this point, <laughs> Alina, she's standing kind of side by side. After Booker leaves, she actually kind of scoots more over to you. Um, you can tell that she's nervous. At this point, uh, you actually, Talin, you hear, and nobody else hears this, so try to keep that in mind, you hear a number of footsteps behind you coming down the stairs. Um, as you see two dwarven guards and uh, another guard with, I mean, uh, another dwarf with a golden beard coming down most of the way down his, uh, to his stomach. All three of them carrying warhammers. And the uh, the one with the golden beard is completely dressed in golden um, chainmail, which 
appears to be kind of just glittering and, and golden and very vibrant. Um, they all walk down the stairs, and you hear uh, the, the one with the golden beard. He says, um, What's going on down here? I heard Sunny yell about an intruder. And uh, you see Alina, she turns around, and she says, Ragnar, uh, we're not sure yet. Gr Gruff is going to investigate. And he says, Who are these people? Who's, who's this? And he points at you, Talin. Oh, <laughs> I'm here with my friends. We were told to to deliver something, or and uh, we've been followed by these crystal creatures. So I think this intruder is coming from over here. Crystal, crystal. There's no time. What intruder, Alina? What what intruders? And she says, I haven't seen anything. Gruff Gruff went down the stairs, and she points over at the stairs. She says, I'm uh, uh Talin and I are standing here to make sure the the stairs are secure. And he um, he turns and starts walking towards the stairs. Actually, all all three of them do. So Talin, um, it'll be your turn again. Uh, we just kind of had that little interaction, but that doesn't count as your actions, whatever. Okay. So what would you like to do? Uh, okay. So nobody believes me, which is not the most surprising thing ever. You you would say it's more that they aren't particularly concerned with what you're telling them. At, at best right now, or at worst right now, they think you're just kind of, like, ignorant. Um, mm -hmm. And that's that's all that they've had time to kind of process. Yeah. Okay, so I run over to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say, you know, my lord, if you are who I believe you are, uh, you might be, you know, the one who can who can really help here. When we were sent here just to, to pick up these stones for someone, and, and all on the up and up, we had this note and everything. Um, as we came through, we were followed by these crystal creatures. I don't know what they are. I assume they've been sent by y'all to protect this beautiful dungeon that you have here. Uh, but only you could command them to stop coming after us. That must be what these intruders are about. They're they're coming for us. We so, did something to make your crystal guardians. Angry. So he uh, he kind of pushes past past you and he says, um, "Actually, you know what? Make make a persuasion check." Also, are you guys hearing the static on uh, Adriana? Okay. Um, after this round, if you could fiddle, I guess I'm not sure what the issue yeah. is, but okay. yeah. All right. Um, so make a persuasion roll. Uh, oh, no. a, seven? a seven's not gonna do it. So he pushes past you, um, pretty pretty like rough. You're you're very much in his way, and he starts kind of heading towards the stairs, and uh, he says, "We'll <clears throat> we'll see what's happening and make our own determinations." All right, uh, that'll be the end of your turn. Uh, Gruff uh, is going to <laughs> finally make his way down the rest of the stairs. He's yep. As he passes me. Yeah. I'd like to make an attack of opportunity. Okay. Ooh. I like it. Uh, but what I want to do, I don't want to actually try to stab him. Mm -hmm. I just want to try to sweep his legs out from under him. Perfect. Okay. As he, as he's coming down. Yeah. So make, uh, let's make an unarmed attack with advantage. Because oh, okay. he, he does not see this coming. Sorry, one sec. Where's my? He tumbles down the stairs. I think it's under inventory. <clears throat> or... Oh, my inventory. Aha, there it is. It totally shouldn't be, but it, for whatever reason, it is. 
right. All right. So with advantage. Uh, well, 21 will still hit, but... 21, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you stick your uh, you stick your foot out just as he's taken a step, and uh, he goes tumbling down the stairs. And uh, you, you see he ends up uh, laying down prone at the bottom, and he takes eight points of damage. And uh, he kind of looks up, and, and he, he is not... Um, what's the word? He knows that you did that. It wasn't ah, it wasn't an accident. Um, ah, it's too obvious. Can I try yeah. to intimidate? Or can I be like, watch your step and look at him? <laughs> have, have a nice fall. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I use my charisma advantage. Like I mean, you know. I I will let you do that on your turn. Um, and then we'll see, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, but for the moment, he fell down the stairs. He is prone. Uh, he's going to use the rest of his turn to stand back up. But that's going to be his his entire thing. But he is going to, uh, you know, as he's kind of falling down the stairs, and uh, it's definitely loud. Like he's wearing metal armor. It's like crash, crash. You know, everybody heard it. All right. <laughs> up next is the luminous colossus golem. Uh, so oh. he's gonna run, uh, he's gonna roll to see if he gets his blinding burst back, which he does. Um, <clears throat> so he is going to use it again, except this time he's gonna get everybody. Oh boy! All uh -oh. right, so I need um, Nobilis, Anomio, Alessio, and Gruff to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh, Booker, I'm glad you didn't quite get there. What is happening? How come stuff is happening automatically? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. So it, it automatically rolled your con save, which is weird. But then it was trying yeah. to subtract. Hey, I, I rolled the natty 20. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I'm I'm going <laughs> to just, I'm not sure what's going on there. I'll undo that. And then uh, with your nat 20, I'm just going to say it doesn't doesn't get you or hurt you uh, with a nat 20. <clears throat> so, I did 20 as well, but not nat, but okay. 20. All right, so... Okay, so Nobilis, you're going to take uh, 15 points of damage, and um, Anomio, you're going to take 31 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, and you are considered blind for the next minute, although you can roll a constitution saving throw on each of your turns uh, to try to oh succeed. You have to get a 17. Can um, I take 15 damage with a 20? Yes, you do. Because it, it's, uh, it's a... Is that half? When you save, you take half damage. Okay. But because um, Alessio rolled a nat 20, I gave it to him for free. All right, so Gruff Stormbrow, uh, he stands up and immediately gets blinded. Uh, he rolled a nine, <laughs> so he is not having the best day. Um, and then the Colossus here is going to make a slam attack against you again, Alessio. Uh, actually, tell me about your mage hand. Where Where is your mage hand right now? Like you pulled this thing back towards you, correct? Do you do you imagine that? Tell me what you're doing. Yeah, so my mage hand is still. So what I what I've kind of I was kind of thinking about this too, um, on how I can kind of spin this, because mm -hmm. now I realize other people are coming in the room, um, including the you know the, the folks guarding the the chalice. Um. I kind of ordered the mage hand to kind of just take it back to its pedestal but kind of leave it there and float it i don't okay. know if the is the mage hand viewable or is it invisible uh there is a thing that makes it invisible and whether you took that or not is uh so let's just see so your mage hand spectral floating hand appears the hand lasts blah 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 you can use your the hand can attack activate 
Uh, I would say it is visible. Okay, so then here's my other thing. <clears throat> yeah. I ordered the mage hand to, I ordered the mage hand to go hide in the corner. Okay. Or hide somewhere in the room where it's dark. Sure. And I cast my um, silent image Ooh. of a small object of the chalice mm. on top of the on top of the uh, of the of the pedestal to make it look like it was never stolen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I you like, like that shit, right? I <laughs> do. Good. That's really good. Cool. And I uh <clears throat> I definitely think that's within the range, so I like that a lot. Um excellent. Is it your turn though? Well, it's your turn next, so <clears throat> yeah. man, my voice is just the worst. I'm sorry everybody listening. So, uh cool. Well, that will be so he is going to Let's retcon this slightly. You have done that as part of kind of your last turn. Like, you have now pre prepped this room the way that you just described. So okay. all of the Luminous Golem, he just kind of blinded the whole room. He is now going to make a wisdom saving throw to see if he can detect what you did. Can you tell me what the... Um, I think your silent image has a wisdom saving throw uh, in order to tell if it's real or not. Uh, you create the image of an object. You can use your action to cause the image to move. Um, physical interaction with the image reveals to be an illusion because things can pass through it. A creature that uses its action to examine the mm -hmm. image can determine if it's an illusion with a successful intelligence or investigation check against your spell. Okay. All right. So I'll do an investigation check. But it has to be a spell save DC. If a creature discerns the illusion for what it is, the creature can see mm -hmm. through the image. Okay. Does it say what the DC is? It's probably it's probably just your uh, it's a probably a fourteen, okay. Yeah. So um, yep. he ended up rolling exactly. a six. It's a sixteen. He, he rolled. Oh, is it a sixteen? Yeah. Okay. So he he rolled a sixteen. Um. Sorry, I uh, this is a little crunchy at this point. I'm just trying to make sure that you cast silent image, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm just reading this real quick. Um. Do 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 do. Sorry, I'm the worst tonight. Uh, I don't see it, but whatever. Okay, with a 16, so meter beat. Um, so he does, I'm going to say hitting it right on the nose, he's going to go over to investigate it, but he is not, he's going to immediately realize it's not real. Um, okay, but, but that does All get right. him away from you. Um, yes. Okay, cool. that's, that works, I guess. And, yeah. and that's going to take, I mean, he did his action and he did his movement. Um, and he's not going to do a bonus action this round. So, Alessio, you're up next. All right, well, I think this is a good advantage here. So while mm -hmm. um, while his back is turned and checking things out, I'm going to... Um, I forgot how this works. I haven't used it in a while, but my sneak so, attack damage. Sorry, let me, let me interrupt you for one sec. Just to make this make sense uh, mechanically, Let's say you used your action for this turn as your silent image because you didn't have an action left from last turn. Um, oh, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So otherwise, otherwise that's too many. Um, All right. Well, can I use a bonus action to kind of get away from him and like and absolutely. hide? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So you could use your movement to go somewhere dark, and then you could use your bonus action to hide if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna go into this darker corner over here. Perfect. And hide behind behind the brazier that's not lit right now. Cool. All right. Excellent. Um, roll uh, stealth for me, just so we know how how hard it will be to find you. And Nobilis, you're up. Uh, stealth uh, is a 19. Okay, uh, stealth is a 19. Nice, good to remember. I'm very very sneaky. 
You are very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> very sneaky, sir. Very, very sneaky. All right, Novelist, what are you doing? Oh, man. I wish, I mean, I, I have a plan, but I'm, I'm scared that I may not understand this, how the way that it works, but um, I guess I'll try it. Tell me what you want to do, and we'll see if we can make it work. I'd like to use my Shadow of Moyle. Okay. Um, which does darken the room, and it also defends me against radiant damage, which I know he's been doing a bit mm -hmm. of today. Sure. Um, my concern is, um, does it, would that like protect me from the radiant damage, or well, would it just more so? You don't have the 150 gold um, eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's not gonna work. Oh well, that would yeah. have been nice to know before I planned out my whole rest so of my So why don't we do this? Why don't we have Anomio take a turn and then we'll come okay, right back yes. to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Anomio, let's go. What are you doing? All right. So I am currently blind as a bat. Yep. All right. Well, but you can make I... a make a con save to see if you can recover. You have to beat a 17. Oh, okay. That's oh, well, depending on what happens. Oh. 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 That was totally a 20. Is that just... worth risky whiskying this early? Ooh. I, you know what? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. As long mm -hmm. as I'm blind, I'm going to go. Oh, how easy it to get is it to get back up these steps? I'm 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 new to being blind, so sure. <laughs> uh, so I would say you you could make your way up the steps, uh, you know, kind of okay. feeling slowly, but you could you could get right up to the top of them. All right, I'm going to get up to the top. I'm going to stand right in the center of the doorway, with my arms just splayed out. Mm -hmm. It's like. I am blind! I'm blind! Help me, I'm blind! I'm just trying to block as much of the doorway as possible. <laughs> well, and... Go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, um... Oh, I tried to help your giant security monster, the rock candy golem. He blinded me! <laughs> I'm going to sue you for this! <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so let's, uh... Are you trying? Are you trying to intimidate? Or are you trying to persuade? What are you trying to do? Uh, Performance. Well, I didn't think that far, honestly. I was just trying yeah. to keep him from getting down the stairs. All right. But so I guess persuasion, or I guess you could do persuasion or performance, whichever one you'd like. Okay. Cool. Uh, Fifteen. All right. And uh, okay. So. Um, What's his name? Ragnar walks over to you. Uh, he's going to take a little extra movement because narrative. Uh, he walks over to you and he looks in your eyes and he says, uh, you'll be all right. And he kind of grabs you and, and moves you to the side. I'm going to just latch onto his arm. Okay. Just like as he grabs. I just want to just hold on. Instead of like, no, no, no. You have to help <laughs> me. I can't lose my sight, my beautiful eyes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, excuse me. Um, go ahead and roll a strength check for me as you uh, as you try to grapple him, um, unbeknown unbeknownst to him, and he's gonna make a strength saving throw. It's I like a 24. contested contested strength. Ooh. Wow, you are strong. Uh, he's pretty strong too, but he did he rolled a twenty two. Um, so oh, he, oh, he's gonna he's gonna spend a bit of his next turn kind of shaking you off. Like you guys were close <laughs> enough, he'll he'll get you off of uh, his arm, but he, he's gonna take most of his turn and most of his movement. All right, excellent. Anything else? No, no, I'm good for now. All right, novelist, what's what, what are you doing? 
Okay, so it seems like they're not fully convinced that this thing has gone rogue and is just killing everyone. They're still kind of suspicious of us. Am I correct on assuming that? You probably don't hear a whole lot. All that you, what you know, because you kind of got down here first, is Gruff just tumbled down the stairs. Um, you all got blinded or attempted to be bl blind. And through the, the shine of your eyes as you're kind of recovering, you see Alessio just kind of like, and he disappears in the darkness. As far as you know, you are down here alone with the beast right next to Gruff, who is blind. <laughs> oh, he's blind. I forgot about that part. Great, great. Yeah. No, I'll just, I'll, I'll try to do what I said before and just tell him to like, hey, watch your step. These, these, chair, these steps are pretty tricky. Just to <laughs> sure. see if will convince him. <laughs> convince him of what? <laughs> that, that you're that on his side? That you get your Okay. Remember he, he, yeah. he thought that he knew that he did that? Okay, sure. Uh, make a uh, persuasion roll. All right. With advantage, right? Because it's... Charisma. Oh man, oh, I, <laughs> I like it. I'm, that's all right. You're still, you're still glowing, man. You're like, yeah. Twenty-three. Got that big energy. Yeah. All right. Twenty-three. Um. So <laughs> Gruff. So you, you kind of reach down. You help Gruff, Gruff up, and you tell him this as, as you're helping him up. And uh, he seems like now he's a little confused, especially after being blind. Like he just had a whole lot of chaos in a couple of seconds, and uh, he's, he's willing to think that maybe he's misjudged what's going on um but he asks you he says what what is happening down here i can't see anything can you see uh this this golem has gone rogue and he's just attacking everyone for no reason whatsoever whatsoever uh that's that's never happened before there's usually a reason is the is the goblet still on the pedestal uh what goblet the uh the chalice sorry chalice Oh, oh, um, I looked at my friends. Is the goblet still on the pedestal? I don't know what that means. I just got here. Well, he says, look at the, at the pedestal. He's talking just to you. He says, look at the pedestal. Is there a, a, a cup on the pedestal ahead of you at the end of the rug? No. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Alessio made an image of one. Talon does not hear this. Um, so, uh, but but Alessio, you you hear a face like that from the corner. <laughs> you don't you don't see anything, but you hear it. I that they were non-blind people were going to come down here eventually, anyways. Okay. It's all right. I don't want to get called lying. I'm sorry. I wanted. To, okay. Anyways, so, can I make so, my action and move now? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that I've screwed everything up royally, so, um, I'd like to. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a sec. I want you to actually think about this. For you would see the silent image that Alessio created. Oh, okay. And it's it's the the thing there. Okay, well, so I mean, it's yeah, it's it's uh, not really on the map. I wasn't it's, in the room when he cast this, so I don't know what that's, he cast. That's correct. So so from your point of view, you do see a chalice. It's whether you say yes or no, because you do okay. know from talking to that's Alessio that that is. That is the That's goal. important information that I didn't realize that I knew. If okay. I see a chalice there, I will say yes, there's a chalice there. I apologize. Okay. All right, no problem. We'll wreck on that just a little bit, cool. even though it would have been way funnier the other way. Um, <laughs> no, but that, it's, it's fair. It's right. Y'all got a robbery on your hands. <laughs> right. so, 
to no. have a mutiny. Yeah. Have a mutiny. <laughs> you should be way more freaked out right I, now. I think that sneaky guy took it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. all right. He's so in the you corner. Are... He thinks he thinks we can't see him, but I see him right there. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> you, you blast him with your nip a little bit. Yeah. Just like a laser pointer, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> all right. So uh, you tell him uh, yes, it's still there, and you you he kind of breathes a sigh of relief just a little bit. He says. Uh, all right, then we just need to get the Colossus back. Uh, something's clearly wrong, but we might have to we might have to fight it. Are you any any good in a fight? And you guys have oh. just been kind of talking about about your your venture through the. the... Oh, you have no idea. Uh, so uh, Novelist would like to step forward and um, try out his Eldritch Blast. He hasn't done it in a while, so he'd like to do it on our um, guy here. Awesome, go for it. Whatever. We know Elena's freaky. You were Eldridge blasting it all up in there. Hey, I can I can sizzle <laughs> a little bit. I don't have to blast. I can just I really, I'm very curious about how that works. <laughs> Nipple sizzles. <laughs> Ooh, twelve. A twelve will not hit. Um, so you uh, actually one of your Eldritch blasts it reflects off of its leg um, as if it was blasting a mirror and it shoots into the wall over here blasts a little chunk off one of the sunstone oh shit um, can I risky whiskey that uh, well you have multiple Eldritch blasts but you're welcome to yeah. if you'd like to I'll, yep. I, I'll just go and use my second one just in case sure let's do that again. 17 17 does not hit risky whiskey it <laughs> alright so I'll let you re-roll one of them. Go, Nips. All right, let's blast it up. Oh, no. Fif 15 uh -oh. will I'm not sorry. hit. I need to recharge after my encounter upstairs. It takes yeah. me a little bit mm -hmm. you know, to recharge. Mm -hmm. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, as as you shoot, one of the one of the lasers actually divides in two. <laughs> and the uh, second one's never as big. No. <laughs> All right, up next is Alina. Um, so Alina is, she sees Talon, you kind of walked away and she's she's keeping an eye on the stairs, but she's like starting to feel like something's wrong here. Um, and she walks over towards towards this guard and she says, uh, what, what do you think, uh, sorry, what do, you, what do you think we should do? And he says, uh, I think we need to get to the bottom of the stairs. Um, so she's gonna kind of take a little bit more of her movement to get closer. But at the moment, there's a bit of a bottleneck, bottleneck <clears throat> at the top of the stairs due to Anomio holding on to Ragnar's or Ragnar's uh, arm. Um, so this other guard, he's going to grab Ragnar by the back and kind of help pull uh, as <laughs> Anomio, you're kind of holding onto the wall and like, you know, you're in the air, just one hand. <laughs> I can't see! You know? so <laughs> and they're they're going to get, uh, they're going to tear your arm off what? of Rag Ragnar. You're you're good. You fall down to the ground, but you're, you're fine. Um, okay. Booker's also in the doorway. Can he be like dropping a deuce or something? To <laughs> well, so you actually had you had Booker drop a deuce only probably about thirty minutes yeah. ago. So I would imagine he doesn't have any more left at the moment. Um, well, you could pee peeing. You can't you move could, a dog when he's peeing. Have you tried? Make the stuff slick, you know. <laughs> sure, sure. Booker could pee on the stairs. No problem. Um, Ragnar looks over at Booker in, in disgust, and he, uh, at this point, he actually grabs you, Anomio, and he physically just lifts you up and moves you out of the way as he, <laughs> as he, um, he proceeds to go down the stairs about as far as he can go. Actually, he's gonna, he is going to, um, dash, and he's gonna get down, uh, kind of into the room. So right now, he's standing next to you, Noblis, and he sees the golem, and he, he looks over at Gruff, and he goes, Gruff, what's what's going on? Do we need? Is this thing out of control again? 
And Gruff says, uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, this nipple guy over here is just blasting him. Uh, ask him. And uh, so, Noblis, what are you telling Ragnar? What do you mean again? Does this happen before? Uh, yeah, just once before somebody tried to take the chalice or, or it seemed to. Uh, we never caught the guy. Well, as you can see, the chalice is obviously still there. So yeah. I think your guy's gone a little rogue here. Should we do something about this? Uh, yeah, I'd say blast it with whatever you got. All right, so okay. Ragnar, um, that would be the end of his turn. And uh, his guards are going to kind of make their way just over the next couple of rounds down the stairs. Um, so I'll do that. Okay, up next is Talin. You're kind of left behind in the guards uh, room. You and Alina are the only ones in there. Uh, she is kind of working her way towards the stairs as well. She's Everybody's heading down the stairs. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> okay. At this point, Talon's like, I clearly was confused. I thought the crystal creatures were still coming after us, but this is a, a different... How many problems do you guys have here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so we're, we're going to do this. So, Talon, uh, I'll let the you... Booker's the main one. <laughs> so Talon, unless you wanted to do anything else, I'll let you just use whatever movement you have to get down into the main room, uh, just so we don't have to play out, you know, a bottleneck okay, cool. on the stairs. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so <laughs> find a room, find a place like kind of towards the top, um, and then uh, yeah. all right, up next is going to be Gruff. Um, so Gruff is going to make a quick Constitution saving throw. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, so he is still blind. Um, so Gruff, Gruff thinks this is going to be kind of a permanent thing. So at the moment, he he kind of gets down on the ground. And he starts crawling. Um, and even through the blindness, he can kind of see a bit of the light from the sunstone. So he's going to crawl over and kind of huddle next to the sunstone. Um, for the moment, Gruff is out of the combat. But the Luminous Colossus Golem uh, is just realizing that this chalice is not real. And now he's turning back towards this whole party that he recognizes as intruders. And he says, uh, intruders, intruders need to, uh, <laughs> need to reclaim the chalice. And, um, he is going to, I'm going to do something with him real quick. He's got a terrible intelligence, but we're going to do a quick ability check. To <laughs> He's a big he, he has a, he has a four in intelligence. Um, <laughs> all right. So he rolled a 13. So that's not smart enough to, to make any determination as to who has this thing. Um, so what he's going to do is he's going to take a couple steps forward and he's going to use Magnetic Pulse. So Magnetic oh magnetic Pulse is a, a move that you guys have not seen yet. Um, however, it's going to only affect uh, this group of people here. So I need you to roll a Strength Saving Throw. And if you roll below a 17, whatever weapon is in your main hand, if it's made out of metal, it is going to fly towards him and stick to his body. Oh, shit. So that would be uh, Gruff, which, poor Gruff. <laughs> Gruff. Gruff is just on the ground and his battle axe, go, I'm just going to have him automatically fail it. Um, his battle axe goes flying out of his hand uh, and it sticks to the luminous uh, golem. So Noblis, you do not have a... No, you actually, you have the UNT serpent bow, which is made out of wood, so you're good. Um, Ragnar, <laughs> let's see, he's going to make a strength saving throw. Uh, 15, so he does not make it. So his Dwarven Warhammer goes flying across the room. And uh, the other person is going to... Actually, it's just going to be the Dwarven Guard. I really just hurt my I hurt my own guys. That's totally fine with me, though. Um, okay, so I'm not going to... While I do this... So, Alessio, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Yep. 
Sorry, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to make this go as quick as I can. There's just a lot to do. I know there's a lot. Um, yeah. Okay, so I use. Alright, so he can't see me, correct? He cannot currently see you. No. Okay. Actually, I, I would say with what you rolled, I don't think anybody here is able to see you because none of their passive perception would be high enough to see you without looking for you. Okay. So can I use my misty step to get mm -hmm. behind the golem? Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to use my misty step to get, well, is Actually, this behind him? Is, is this behind him or yes. is this behind him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so down, down here. Closer, closer okay. to the chalice, yeah. All right, all right. So I'm there. Uh, so mm -hmm. I use my misty step, and then I'm going to use again, since it did pretty well earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my wait. Where's my inventory? Oh, let's click on bonus action. I'm gonna use my Ryan my Ryan guys glacial sting again. Nice. <clears throat> all right, go for it. I'm gonna attack with advantage. All right. Okay. 17. Uh, sorry, just real quick. Why? Why? It, oh, because he, he, it's a, like a, he doesn't know you're there. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so 17 will not hit. What? Oh, boy. Just barely misses. Um. Risky whiskey? That bonus, uh, that, uh. <laughs> I might that, as well. I just yeah. I, I don't have one of these. Cheers, guys. That, Let's see. That, Hopefully, this works again. That sneak attack will be beastly if you do it. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Come on, come on, come on. My guy, facial sting attack. Advantage. Mm -hmm. Come on, baby. Twenty. Twenty. A twenty will hit. Yes. All right. So you stab uh, Rhymegeist into the Colossus Golem, and you see frost just erupt from the uh, the the stab wound, and it's like you are it's like you're stabbing into a gem, but you see pieces of it kind of shatter off. Um, go ahead and roll your sneak attack damage. My sneak attack damage. Mm -hmm. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Eighteen. All right, so you do a t grand total of thirty-eight damage to the Colossus Golem. Um, very good. He uh, he now Let's knows you're here you. again. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, uh, Nobilis, you are up next. And Alessio, if you could ping on the map where where you think your mage hand would be holding the chalice. Uh, he is. You just hold the hold the click. <laughs> but Nobilis, let me know. Okay. In that corner. Okay. So you're you're holding it way over there. All right. Cool. Yep. All right. That's the real part, right? So, yes, that's the real chalice. And I'll remind you okay. that... Um, oh, no. Mage Hand is not concentration. Okay, never mind. So even if you get whacked, your your Mage Hand will be fine. Cool. All right, go for it, Noblis. All right, well, I'm going to do as Mr. Goldbeard says, and let's just keep blasting. So we're going to do some more Eldritch Blast to our main guy here. Okay. What the heck? <laughs> He's today. I haven't Oof. hit him with a single hit. A 13 will not hit. Uh, Rag Ragnar actually kind of nudges you with the with his shoulder, and he says, uh, "Come on, you could try a little harder than that." And he's going to use lead <laughs> he's going to use leadership, um, which is going to uh, for one minute he utters a special command or warning, whatever. He basically told you you're you're good, um, and your attack rolls and saving throws you can add a d4 to it. Nice. 
So yep. moving so, forward or including that one? Uh, so I would say including that one, but you, uh, 17 won't hit. Either. So yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, okay. Uh, but going right, forward, like right. with your second blast, absolutely. Another blast. Oh. Um, and, and that will be for nobody else that he can he can see at the moment. Um, everybody else is... Too, uh, no, actually, Alessio, you'll, you'll be able to add a d4 to your attacks as well. I like a little extra encouragement. Let's see what happens. Okay. Oh, right. well, I didn't even need his D4, but okay. 21. Nice. A 21. <laughs> uh, so, and you do eight points of force damage. Excellent. As you pew pew. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to, I'm going to move around the room a bit. I'm going to move over this way. So right about there. Okay. All right. Anything else, Nobles? Um, Yeah, why not? I'm going to go ahead and hex him as well. We'll use my bonus action. Perfect. All right. What uh, what stat? Um. Wait. Sorry. One second. Sure. While you're figuring that out, Anomio, you're up. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I'd like to see if I am no longer blind. Sure. I know. I'm so sorry. Snakes and blindness, apparently. All right. I've got a thing uh, for eyes too. Jeez. All, all right, right. So I got a sixteen. A sixteen. Uh, you needed a seventeen. Risky whiskey. No. Okay. Yes. This guy's a big, a big dude. He's got uh, lots of stuff. All right, so the hex Everybody's is getting drunk to fight this guy. I know. I like it. 18. 18. That'll hit. And no oh, oh, sorry, that'll save you. Again. That'll save you. Yep. Yeah. Yes, your eyesight begins to to uh, return, and you see down the stairs. There's just a whole mess of dwarves kind of standing at the door, and none of them are holding weapons. <laughs> oh. Well. All right then. I. I'm going to run to here. I want to dodge between these guys. Sure. I'm just going to be like, do a little rolling shot with my uh, uh, hand crossbow. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and come on. Oh, there we go. 23 will hit. Nice. Five damage. For a whopping five damage. All right, cool. Yeah, not a lot, but you know what? I look so cool doing it. Your, like uh, your crossbow bolt is like pshew, right through, and you see that little V of, of power. It actually sticks in there, and you see a flare of sparks shoot out of it. Um, okay. It seems as if that might be a, a particularly vulnerable spot. Oh, good to know. Then I then I hold up my crossbow. Bolt. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, up next is Alina. Um, so Alina is actually going to go, uh, she's going to go run up the stairs. She's going to yell down the stairs. She says, uh, I'll go get back up. And she's going to run up the stairs and disappear. Okay. Um, the stairs being the ones that you saw in that guard room. All right. Up next is the Dwarven Guard. Um, so at this point, now that the Luminous Golem has gone again, all of the weapons that it was holding, they dropped to the ground with a clang, 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 clang. <clears throat> but the Dwarven Guard, Ragnar, and the other Dwarven Guard are all um, without their Warhammers. All right, but that's not going to stop uh, this one from kind of charging at him. So he's going to run his full movement, 25 Whoa. feet. He's going to pick up the Warhammer, and he is going to... Uh, it's a little little crunchy, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do it anyway. He's going to pick up the Warhammer, and he's going to swing it. <laughs> 18. Ooh. So an 18 will hit. Ah, there we are. All right. So he's uh he swings the warhammer really hard and he knocks a huge chunk right off the thing's knee. 
and Ragnar actually yells over to him. He says, he says, hey, don't destroy this thing. We still need it. Try to subdue it. All right. Uh, up next is Ragnar. Um, so Ragnar is actually, he's going to kind of back his way over to this corner. He's trying to mostly stay out of it. I mean, he's got guards for a reason. He's an important fella. Um, however, as he's walking over that way, I'm going to have him roll a perception to see if oh, no. he sees the goblet floating in the air. Um, I'm just as inclined to have him walk backwards as walk forwards, and with a nine, he's going to be walking backwards. So at the moment, still nobody knows that this goblet is floating ten feet behind his head. Um, <clears throat> uh, so can Mage Hand move? Like, am I misinterpreting? Like, is, can't Mage Hand move? Oh, it definitely can. If if Alessio wants it to move, he's just okay. going to tell me. Just wanted but, to for, check there. <laughs> but for the moment, it's over here. All right. Okay. So up next is the the last dwarven guard. Uh, he is also going to run down. Uh, he can't quite make it all the way. Uh, but what he does uh, do is he grabs Ragnar's warhammer and he throws it over to Ragnar, um, and then picks up his. And that's going to be his whole turn. Okay. Uh, these guys are not as useful as one would hope. But speaking of not useful, Talin, <laughs> what what are you doing? Ouch! <laughs> Ouch. What a Ah, uh, but fair. Are you playing with flowers okay. up there, Druid? Part of the burn unit. Yep. I'm I'm weaving a little bow or wreath or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, right. Uh, so I'm using my bow and arrow like a good little ranger. Ooh. Uh, and shooting at this douche at the same time i'm telling booker sick him okay uh, so booker is going to be attacking uh, excellent so we're doing a, a double go to try and be useful excellent i'm not a very good liar <laughs> all right a 13 will not hit uh -oh. so you you knock your arrow and uh you anomio is just kind of like he's just like you get like his normal <laughs> self so you have to aim around him and it just it screws you all up and you you totally uh, miss <laughs> he is kind of in the way typical yeah. yeah pretty much so uh but booker is is charging perfect and he does have his bracers on yep that, that do 2d6 cold damage just, yep absolutely uh, so you can you can attack that. using his bracers of the winter wolf okay sweet and I, I will tell you, by at this point, Alessio, you've hit him enough times with your uh, your sword. The cold damage doesn't seem to be doing any additional damage. Um, it's just the effect of your sword hitting is kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Come on, though. 19. A 19 with Booker will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, what is it? 2D. Sorry, it's not actually built into it, so I'm going to have to oh, uh, okay. do that. That's weird. Um, so... I'll fix that another I'm time. Sorry about that. Little right. Are you doing there anything other than go. that? Roll. Okay, never mind. You're fast. Uh, so that is. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you do an wow. additional. Wow. Well, you also get to. I, uh, I do. You also get to attack with your bite. So like um, because you're uh sorry. Okay. You, that's why it's not built into it. The two does additional damage if you hit him with your, uh, maul attack, which you did. Which you okay. Did yes. All right, cool. So you yeah. did yeah. two points and then a seven points. We'll, we'll, all right, cool. Sorry, this is all kinds of all over the place. All right, excellent. Oh, yeah. so, so Booker, Booker actually, he kind of goes up on his hind legs and you see him just kind of claw with his, uh, his paws, which are kind of, dogs don't do that, right? But as he does this, his, his, um, like the claws in his toes actually extend. And as he rakes down the side of this Colossus, you see, frost just kind of emanate from the the different scratches and um there's like a like a burst of blue energy that that leaves 
Uh, Booker looks quite happy with himself. He licks his butt. (laughs) 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 All right, anything else, Talon? You have a weird dog. My dog doesn't have worms, okay? Uh, No, Talon's looking up recipes for worms. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So Gruff is uh, trying to get his eyesight back still. Um, and still failing. Gruff is the worst, which is Aww. wonderful because he, he's literally like a veteran of wars and he's just, oh, I can't see. So, all right. so Gruff, he's going to continue to kind of crawl around the side of this and he's, he's just trying to get in the corner here. Um, the Luminous Colossus Gollum uh, is currently surrounded by a few different things, including Booker. However, um, Booker and Alessio were the last one. Uh, actually, all three of the people surrounding him hit him recently. Um, let's see if he gets his blinding burst and his magnetic pulse back. Um, he does get his magnetic pulse back. Um, however, I don't believe I'm going to use that this time. I'm going to use a slam attack. Uh, first against uh, the Dwarven Guard. He's going to slam, and then it's going to be against Alessio, because Alessio did the most damage. So a 29 Ooh, will definitely hit uh, for 23 damage to the Dwarven Guard. And up next, uh, Alessio. So he he holds his hands up and he slams into the ground and then he kind of just right back on the other side. A 21 to hit against you, Alessio, for 21 points of damage. I use my uncanny dodge. Half damage. Absolutely. Perfect. Nice. Excellent. All right. So you're going to be... uh, So what's the total now? That was... 10. 10 damage. So 10. Got it. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, Awesome. All right. So that will uh, end his... Uh, attacks, but now he's uh, he's gonna roll another perception check to see if he can see the chalice, because that's pretty much all he cares about. That's all he's designed to care about. A twelve will not do it, man. For that being his only job, he kind of sucks at it. All right, Alessio, you're up. <laughs> so your your head is ringing at the moment. You just got bashed across the head by this essentially a rock, um, and and you kind of stand back up and shake it off. And what would you like to do? Like, <laughs> um, motorboat. <laughs> yeah, motorboat son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's see, what do I have here? Um, hmm. Okay, if I'm, uh, let's see. There's nobody. There's nobody else I want to kind of hit in the on the same wavelength. So javelin of lightning is not really going to do me any good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stick with the sting. However, I'm going to try to aim it directly into that glowing V. All right, cool. That'll, uh, if you're aiming directly for that, I will give additional damage, but it will be one, one AC harder to hit. So you'll have to roll a 19. So it's your decision. Uh, yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah, let's go for, I mean, 18, 19. Yep. I just got to roll some good here. Cool. Go for it. And I this guy was a 17. Nope, he's got an 18. Oh, oh, oh I saw it. So you know he, what, guys? You... I've, been, I've been I've been rolling pretty good tonight. That was a shitty roll, though. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you still have your risky? No, he risky used that. No, I, I used Damn. it already. Uh, so actually, uh, thank you, Russell. Um, Alessio, you have advantage on that because flanking. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Russell B. Good call, Russell. Russell. Russell B, Russell B, Russell. Oh boy. I guess you could roll two more. (laughs) That's fine. All right, we'll we'll do the crit because it's way more exciting. That's totally fine. All right, go ahead and roll your damage uh, and 
um, you know, tell it it's a crit, and then roll your sneak attack damage and tell it it's a crit because you had an advantage on that attack, which means you get to roll your sneak attack. Wait, so crit. I roll. Wait, so I roll my so crit, my critical hit on my glacial sting first. Correct. Yep. And then you do a critical hit on your other one. Sneak attack. All right, twenty-five damage. Woo! Yeehaw! Uh, this this might do it. He's looking. He's looking like he's uh pretty hurt at this point. You're seeing just chunks of stone falling off of them with every. Oh my god, that's a lot of dice. Whoa! What was that? Forty six. Forty five. Alessio. Ah. Tell me how you kill the luminous colossus oh, golem. Oh baby, he survived. <laughs> <laughs> and then a snake comes out of nowhere and bites Alessio in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's still snakes. All right, Alessio. Oh, yes, it bites my ankle. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you All doing right. to this guy? All right, so the glacial sting, since I'm kind of flanking him, I kind of aim right through his body into that V. Yep. And then from the front side, all you, everybody just sees that red V turn to an ice blue. And then his whole body turns gray. And then once he's frozen solid, Alessio does a freaking roundhouse kick and breaks him into pieces. Nice. <laughs> Sub-Zero style. I love it. Right, Sub-Zero so style, baby. The Luminous Colossus Golem tumbles oh. to the ground, shatters, <laughs> shatters as uh, you, you essentially kick its legs out from underneath it and they shatter. Um, and we are now out of combat. However, oh my God. Not, this is a good however. However, you are okay. still surrounded by a number of dwarves who have a lot of questions at the moment. Um, at the moment, your, your chalice has still not been discovered. It is very much in the dark because those braziers are off. Uh, Alessio, since you just did the honors, I'll give you kind of the, the first stab at this. What would you like to do? Well, well, first I apologize. Like, uh, sorry we had to kill your defender, but I came down to look at the chalice, and I guess I got too close, and he jumped out and attacked me. If not for, for my crew here and you guys' help, I might be dead. All right. Uh, so Ra Ragnar Goldbeard kind of emerges back out of the shadows here. He's holding his his uh, war hammer, and uh, he actually looks very impressed by you. Um, he kind of looks back at Anomio and uh, Talon, who's on the stairs still, and uh, and then he looks down at you, Nobilis. He says, "I can see that you've uh, got yourself quite a crew here. A very seemingly good one. I mean, that's no no easy opponent to defeat." Tell me, what is your what is your name? And he kind of walks over to you. My name is Alessio Morte. Alessio Morte, a name I will not soon forget. And he goes around the room and he he asks every, all uh, four of, or the other three of you what your names are. Um, are you guys being truthful or saying something different? Yeah, I'll be truthful. <laughs> Noro never misses an opportunity to introduce himself. This is true. So uh, Ragnar actually does respond. He says, I have heard of Noro, of Hobblehaven. Oh. I've heard oh. of the exploits of Noro. Yes. I actually, I have a, a book, I believe, in my library on the subject of Noro. People, you uh, don't say. People appear to have Just give him a signed copy, just back upstairs. We should totally right. do that. Yes, of course. Would you like me to go and sign it for you? <laughs> I love, I love Talon's the like, I love, you've got a book? 
So Ragnar I love, actually. I love the, I love oh, the marketing. That's perfect. <laughs> so Ragnar actually, he motions for his guards to kind of come with him, um, and he says uh, he whispers something to them, just kind of like, uh, you know, let's let's find a way to clean up this mess. Uh, and he looks. Are you still? You still got the chalice up on the on the pedestal, I would assume, with a silent image. How long does that last? Uh, it lasts until somebody makes it. So if somebody. If somebody were to go up and try to grab it or anything like that, like the golem, I think he tried, but nobody really he didn't heard grab him. it. Yeah, because no, yeah. we were because we were in battle. So as long as someone doesn't pass through it, it's sure. nobody nobody cares. And I believe that even that is only to that person that that t tried to touch it. Um, Correct. So what was about to happen is Ragnar was going to go over to the chalice and inspect it, but he got distracted by Anomio. Like he's in the. Uh, the the company of a celebrity as far as he's concerned oh, he's, somebody oh, he's, 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 i don't know right novelist had a backup plan if he were to try to make his way up those stairs don't worry i got in that position for a reason <laughs> <laughs> so um he's fanboying, he's fanboying right now and <laughs> i know <him> yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's definitely more of a uh respect for somebody who is clearly a celebrity like he's got a little bit of a you know uh, he's like a star fucker, I believe is the the term. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, I was that, not but... either. Uh, <laughs> Normally, that's novelist's job, but you know. Well, I, I mean it in the nine inch nails version, not the uh, literal sense. <laughs> all right. Um, actually, all that, kind of references. Was that nine inch nails or was that a uh, tool? I think that was tool actually. Sorry. Anyway, so Ragnar, uh, he motions, he, he says to the, the guards, he says, clean up this mess, get the, uh, get the mages from the platinum weave to come back and reassemble the golem and put it back to sleep. Um, check on the chalice and uh, he motions for the four of you to uh, follow him. Um, as he's going up the stairs though, he does kind of like step over Booker's pee on the stairs. And... Uh, uh -huh. He leads you guys into the house. So here's the question. Are you all following him or are you doing something different? Uh, well, before... He told the guards to check on the chalice? He told the guards to, to check on the chalice, get the platinum weave to come fix the golem, and uh, just generally like kind of clean everything up. And then, I'm cleaning up the puddle and then following. I'm like, just <laughs> sorry about that. And I'm just cleaning up the puddle real quick. Just okay. someone grab the actual chalice. My, so, mage, my, my mage hand has it. Yeah. So, so as everyone goes as everyone goes up the stairs, mm -hmm. following. Well, first of all, are we following? Are we all following him up? Before before we do, I wanted to go over to Graf and say a quick prayer to Euros. Euros, please please put your healing waters on this dumb blind bastard. <laughs> and just <laughs> just just for flavor, let's let's see if he gets his uh, saving throw. He sure does. <laughs> oh! And, and, uh, oh! You you do this in front of Ragnar Talon as well. Talon writes this down. Yeah, yeah, Talon writes this down to like fluff up his you know celebrity <laughs> status kind of thing. Like, oh yes, I get to witness yet another one of your heroic deeds. <laughs> <laughs> so Ra Ragnar actually goes from interested to very impressed, and now he's he's almost giddy having you kind of follow him. He's like like thinking like I'm gonna get to hear about the exploits of Anomio. Uh, with a G. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Can Nobles stay downstairs? Hmm? Can Nobles stay downstairs by the chalice? Uh, if you want to. Yeah? What, just, what are you... To, to what end? I'm just... Out of I kind of want to like go up to him like, wow, it's so beautiful. Like, I just want to like, kind of work my way towards it and see what the guards, how they react to me walking towards it. Sure. Um, 
So actually, they uh, they let they give you some some birth, but as you start to climb the stairs, they actually say, "I I, I wouldn't go up there. There's there's more than just the one the one trap, and uh, you know you would hate to get another golem in here." <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, then I'm gonna go upstairs now. Okay, and Alessia, what are you doing with the chalice as it stands right now? It's it's still hidden in the in the corner of the room. The braziers are still off, so it is dark. But if you try to walk up the stairs, there is a certain distance that the mage hand will work. Um, uh, yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is, as everyone's kind of going up the stairs, I'm going to kind of hang back and go up last. Okay. So as I pass by the guards with their back turned, so I kind of walk by their backs towards me, mm -hmm. and I kind of just summon the mage hand back to me, and I put the chalice into my dark cloak. Okay. Um, make a sleight of hand. Uh, check, and um, okay. the DC is going to be fairly low because they're distracted, but just in the off chance you whiff it. Plus, yeah. I'm cleaning up the puddles, so like nobody wants to watch that happen. Also, <laughs> I just, this is so, all happening at the same moment that Noblis tried to grab the chalice, or like, and then we're going to freak out. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, they're, awesome. With a 29, no problem. You get that into your. Uh... Okay, so you you guys all walk up the stairs and you get into Ragnar's house. Noro and uh, oh, Ragnar talk and and uh, we'll see what happens. I can't <laughs> wait to see. I can't wait to see Ragnar's posters of Agony on the wall. <laughs> as, as somebody who's about to go to Comic Con, I'm like so stoked for this. Yeah. Like I get it. I get and Ragnar his little, and his little tiny Agnomio uh, action figures that he has. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, could you? Could you? Could you? Just I real am, quick. I am Noro. I am Noro. Can I get this artist to take a really quick portrait of us? <laughs> right. Right. Just can, can you make the G but like stop halfway through? Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, we will be back next week uh, to see what happens. And um, good job, Jason. You. Uh... Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, you got a mini. Oh, Look at you. What? This is my tiny Alessio with the uh, with little Neil on the shoulder. That's awesome. Oh, you got yeah. one. Is that for through? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I actually, actually, yeah, I actually a, did I'm think a... it was going to be bigger, but I guess it came. It was tiny. It's pretty small. <laughs> I actually thought they were going to be bigger too, based on the website. They look a little. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. It's I cool. feel like minis always look a little exactly. bigger in the, the detail. In the, the detail is pretty. Uh, it's pretty sick, though. I will say. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I'm. Uh, I've wanted. I've wanted to get one made of a, a few of the characters, but it's like every time I go on there, I'm like, I could just spend a bunch of money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's like. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, next week we will see what happens. But thank you everybody for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams, and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Cheers. Cheers. Guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in Lands of Dominium. Cheers. <laughs>